you know, I don't know if we caught this in the take or not. That's where we're going to pick up right here. But you did share that you had some limiting beliefs about pursuing Green Lantern right now. Yeah, John Stewart. John Stewart. Let's say John Stewart. That's his name. You had limiting beliefs about pursuing John Stewart right now because you had a belief that maybe they're going to expedite the casting of this. Maybe they're going to bring him to life already by the time you get there. That's limiting belief that I had myself, and it still hasn't happened. And I've wasted, I've, I've lost years thinking something's going to happen when it didn't. You can't focus on that. You have to be in a lane of your own. The, 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 the reward for uh, finding limitations is you get to keep them. That's, that's the reward for finding a limitation. So you get to keep it. Yeah. There's no need, there's no need for you to go out there looking for limitations for yourself. There's no reason for you to go out there and look for glass ceilings for yourself. The gift is you get to keep it if you do. Thanks, dude. Thank you for saying that. I think it just goes back to the point that we only live once. We only get one chance at life. And you just got to go for everything. Go for your goals. Obviously, have a foundation of what you want to build upon. But whatever that foundation is, whatever that goal is, aim for that. Right. And I guess, you know, um, just seeing this larger-than-life role and seeing that the movie is going to be made soon, mm-hmm. or soon, you know, who knows with the gun verse is like, man, I feel like it's going to, by the time I get there, it might already get casted, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I get there, and the treasure's gone, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like on some One Piece stuff, but, no, yeah. so speaking of that, man, I know we just talked about, you know, ideal roles. Yeah. You know how we heard about The Rock and how he wanted to, he went to his agents and say he wanted to have the same career as Will Smith, if you had to emulate another actor's career, mm-hmm. who would that be? So we heard about how The Rock went to his agents mm-hmm. and his managers and said that he wanted to emulate the career of Will Smith. He said exactly he wants Will Smith's career. He wants Will Smith's career. That's mm-hmm. a way better way of putting it. It's way more direct. <laughs> so if you had to emulate another actor's career, or if you wanted another actor's career, mm-hmm. who would that be? Yeah, this is where, this is, you know, me and Josh have a lot of similarities. This is where we really differ. He was a moviegoer growing up. He watched movies with his mom regularly. He did all that. For me, which people are still kind of baffled by, is I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. And I'm getting, I'm getting to that place now. But up until, this, up until this time, I've not been a bunch of moviegoers. So I can't really say whose position I'd want to take. Only position I know is my own. Um, I, I, I do consume a lot of music, um, but with that, when I first came on the scene, and I was doing my ambitious work as a director and a writer and as an actor, I there's a lot of comparisons drew, drew up for um, Donald Glover, Charles Gambino because I had music and I was doing film. And at the time, he was really just uh, expressing himself to a higher level. And so I had even my publicist draw that comparison at one point. Um, but for myself, I knew that, you know, me and him are in different worlds. And that's one thing that happens. That's why we're having this Black Hollywood conversation, because we know how Black Hollywood can be. Because we're a different, different demographic, they can view us all as one person or view us all as three different people, right? Yeah. You get the Michael B. Jordan comparison, I get, you know, whoever comparison. Um, you know, even when Karate Kid came out when we were young with, uh, with Jaden Smith, I was in class and some girls pulling on my hair like, you look like Jaden Smith. 
My James McDaniels. They got core roles. I got, I got yeah, lots. I got lots. Yeah. About? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're watching the movie and looking back at me. Watching the movie looking back at me. I'm like, are y'all serious right now? <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, that's funny. Cause you goofy know, as hell, it's man. Go, it's goofy, man. It's goofy. <laughs> but that's why you got to really stay in your own lane, right? So, it's just, it's just, it's so important. But in your own lane or not, modeling yourself, it, it worked for The Rock to aspire to have that popularity that Will Smith had. Um, is he there? I'm not going to go back and forth with that. The Rock is The Rock, and Will Smith is Will Smith. And, yeah. you know, I would definitely not want to see a world without Will Smith. Um, <laughs> and same goes for The Rock. So for you, who... What what career would you have a, such a bold statement for? What career would you say that I would want to take that career? I want a career for myself. Dude, I struggle back and forth between Will Smith and Denzel Washington. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I struggle back and forth between those two because I grew up watching both of those. Wow. Both of them. You know, my mom and my sister introduced me to Fresh Prince. Um, my mom obviously loves Denzel Washington, and she introduced me to him at a very young age. And... Grew, grew up watching Will Smith, Bad Boys, mm-hmm. Hitch, mm-hmm. I Am Legend, Men in Black, Men in Black 2, mm-hmm. so many great movies, because, you know, I was really big in action, but then I also watched a lot of Denzel movies, Man Under Fire, Deja Vu, mm-hmm. um, Training Day. Who's a better actor? I say Denzel, no question. There you go. There Denzel. You go. Yeah. Yeah, no question, Denzel. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the few African-American actors who or black actors who has multiple best actor Oscars. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, he has two. two. He has yeah. one for Glory. He has one for Training, Training Day. Day. Mm-hmm. And he should have gotten one for Malcolm X. He should have a lot more than he currently has. Yeah, yeah. but the one for Malcolm X kind of hurts me the most, not going to lie. He lost to Al Pacino, so he could have not, not lost to a better actor. But Okay. But that Malcolm X film is truly incredible. Yeah. And just uh, I, we just talked about character journey in Marvel. That um, is an epitome yeah, of a Den- character. Denzel movie. is great. I watched a movie with him yesterday. Denzel is exceptional. It's, yeah. It's exceptional. But it would probably be, if I had to choose between the two, most likely Denzel. I know Will Smith is the bigger actor and everything, but I just, I just have such a, rest- and I have respect for Will Smith as well, don't get me wrong, but I respect Denzel, not because of his acting ability as well, but, but because of who he is as a person okay. as well. Not saying that Will Smith is a bad person, but I watch like every day. I when I you know I go I like to go for walks sometimes I'll listen to Denzel Washington's motivational speech mm-hmm. on being successful and going for your goals and everything and I would probably say Denzel most most definitely yeah I, I shared a room see Will Smith uh, Denzel is, is phenomenal Will Smith seems a little bit more unattainable for me you know I shared a room I shared a room I was like at the table right next and I and I, and I, and I talked to both of them. I shared a room with Denzel Washington, and I sh- and I was right there next to Viola Davis. It's around the time of Fences. I was at the SAG Awards, and I met several other talent at the time too. I met Mahershala Ali. I knew everything he's going to do and accomplish from that moment. But you know, hearing Denzel, hearing Viola Davis, you know, laughing and joking around the back and forth banter. I got a pretty good idea of who Denzel was as a man, and he's simply that a man. Uh, but he's done phenomenal work. He's a specialist. 
You know, I don't I don't know when he started, and I feel like I know Denzel personally more so than I know Will Smith. Right. By a long shot, I feel like I know Denzel. I feel like I don't know Will. Um, just because of proximity alone, just because of the amount of time I spent with Denzel opposed to the other one. But um, yeah, he's phenomenal, man. And actually, I met him before I even watched his work, which is embarrassing to say. So uh, I met him before I really dived into his work. Um, and he's, 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 and I, from, from a point of view as a person or a person of character, he's exactly that. And his career, I, I was thinking about when he, he's a living legend. Yeah. I didn't think about that until the, yesterday when I watched him on TV. I watched him in a movie. I was like, this guy's a living legend. You know, um, one of the few people to be a living legend. So when he goes, I don't know how the world's gonna respond. I don't know how black Black Hollywood is. I don't know how Black America would respond. For sure, he's definitely a pillar in the African American community. Oh for yeah, sure. absolutely. And Chadwick Boseman said it best. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you watched his speech before he passed away. He said that there would be no black. There wouldn't be a Black Panther without Denzel Washington. Of course, of course. There wouldn't be a lot of this without Denzel Washington. And Denzel humbly passed up to Sidney Poitier. Mm-hmm. You know? um, he passes up to him. Like, this is, that's the beauty of us carrying a torch like that. There wouldn't be us without Denzel. Most definitely. So, um, I talk about careers to, to aspire to. Um, lanes that you want to take, idea roles. A lot of those opportunities have come from the people before us. And so it's our job to honor each role. And to honor each role is not honoring the person before us, but honoring each role is being the most believable we possibly can be, to the script the most just we possibly can, use our instrument to tell the truth the best way we can, and hopefully affect audiences globally. And let the scoreboard be the scoreboard. Let the byproduct be the byproduct. Become a superstar, a movie star because of it. Great. If you just, if you affect, if, you know, I always say, I don't, do, when it comes to art, creating art, I don't say I do this for a thousand people to like me. I do this because a thousand people just like me. So I don't do this for a thousand people to like me. I do this for a thousand people just like me. And so when you tell these stories, you're telling them because there's people out there that really need to hear them. And I think that's where, um, that has to be where someone as honest as Denzel stems his work from. Yeah, and going back to the whole, you do this so that a thousand people don't like you. At the end of the day, it's funny how social media has truly not corrupted our brains, but kind of warped our brains because a thousand followers isn't a lot in social media standards. But with a thousand people, we you can do a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's true. I mean, it only took, what, 10, 30, 50, 40 people to take over the Capitol building? <laughs> yeah, so, wow. Yeah, so... That's a better way, not better way, but it's just another perspective that social media has truly like warped our minds into thinking like, oh, a thousand people, that's not a lot of people. Dude, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, yeah. Even when you said a million, you know, I think the big thing I'm trying to say is, it's not, I don't do this because I want a million people to like me and to validate me. I do this, I tell these stories because I want a million, because I know there's a million people just like me who have gone through these circumstances, who have faced this. For you, you're a young African-American man who grew up in around St. Louis. You grew up in St. Louis, but you grew up in a you know, suburban area. Yeah. And your story is different for someone who grew up in the inner city. Whose story is more valuable? Well, they're of equal value. They're just different. And 
I think that's why we have artists like Kid Cudi who has such a grand effect on some people because he was speaking the black American story from a view that wasn't as well funded or pushed, but just as accurate. We're only 13% of the nation. There has to be a lot of African-American men who were raised in the suburbs or whose family trying to do just a step up from, a step up from the inner city and end up in, in being the, the brokest one in the new neighborhood they're in, you know? And yeah. thus, story is important. So if you get a role doing that, great. If you get a role with you being in the inner city, great. Whatever it is, it's your job to do that story honor. An um, acting class, and I think it's too technical with acting, but the first thing we, we try to realize about a character is where's their energy harbored? Where, where's their energy at? Is there energy in their stomach? Is there energy in there? Where's the energy at for that person? Then you try to understand how do they walk? You know, little small parts of their character you sort of pick up on because that's attention, that's attention to detail you need. Um, to honor somebody's story. And so, yeah, I can go all day about the acting method. We try to really try to avoid that on here. Yeah. We're not acting teachers. There's going to be a bunch of gurus and teachers out there that will gladly take your money, but I'm yeah. not here to really recite them. Um, but yeah, anything else you wanted to uh, share about, we'll get to the topic here at hand, whose career would you want to uh, imitate and Elaine in one take. It sounds like you were pulled between, you want a combination between what Denzel had and what Will Smith had. Yeah, and actually, it's going to sound bad because I, I watch a lot of old movies too. Uh, probably actually either Denzel or Robert De Niro. Okay. Because Robert De Niro is definitely, Denzel's number one and Robert De Niro's number two just because I've seen so much of his, so many of his movies and I grew up watching him as well mm-hmm. and thanks to my mom. <laughs> But I would say I grew up watching those two the most. So, and that's because Robert De Niro said this has his 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 accolades and his filmography is truly incredible, and what he has also accomplished is truly. How, how long Robert De Niro's career been? Oh my gosh, it's like sixty. Sixties. Oh, wow. I would wow. I would imagine since the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been around for a while. He's like seventy. He's like seventy six. Probably a little bit older than that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I've, I've had the luxury of being around older actors, not older actors, more like actors. Actors, yeah, actors with a larger catalog recently, and it's it's you can't believe it. You know, you can't believe it until you're there. And you don't believe why you're in their presence. You believe it more when you leave. And you're like, oh. Crap. <laughs> right. Like this is this is you again. It's you again. This is you and this. So Sweet. It, yeah, that, that's soon to, that's soon to be us. Absolutely. It's the Black Hollywood.